It's the Corporate Hustle Radio Show, the business behind business, spotlighting people in business, promoting enterprise, and motivating entrepreneurs. Corporate means legal. Hustle means grind. Mark Hayes, straight out of Atlanta, Georgia. How you doing, brother? It's all good, G. How you doing, man? Oh, man, we are blessed and highly favored. Can everybody in the room hear him? Yes. Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. So, right, Mark, right. I don't want to steal too much of the shine. I want you to introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are uh, and just a little bit of backstory on what it is uh, of what you've done and what you're currently doing. Okay. Well, 28 years in TV news, as you mentioned, and, um, you know, left uh, two years ago with nothing but a bleeding heart. I don't miss it at all. I did morning shows for about 20 years in uh, Dallas, Denver, and Baltimore, and Cincinnati. So wow. uh, now now I finally get to sleep till like 6.30. <laughs> So it's all good. I'm finally getting some rest. But um, after television news, um, I had a nice career, no complaints whatsoever. A couple of national awards. Um, Got to meet some really great people. Got to tell some really great stories. And that's what I loved about it was that you never did the same thing twice in the news division. I mean, every day was a brand new challenge and a brand new story. And so I decided when I left television news, I wanted to help people tell their story. In Atlanta, we did a show called Good Day Atlanta. And more often than not, people came not really prepared to get the biggest bang for their opportunity. So if we give you three minutes and 30 seconds to promote your widget or to promote your story, your mm-hmm. book, your movie, man, you better be ready to go. Man, so say I, that again. You know what? Absolutely. I said, when I get done with TV news, I'm going to help people put their brand, their message into a nice little package so that they can deliver every time and get that bang for their buck so they can connect. You know, it's all about that connection. It's all about turning the viewer on. What, what's going to make that viewer stop and sit down and watch your segment? And, it's, and you've got to figure out how you can relate to that audience that you're looking for. Right? Absolutely. So that, to me, is, is, is the secret sauce. And, um, and I try to cook it up every day, put it in a bottle, and get out here and get it to folks as, as often um, as I possibly can. So I'm, I'm going to summarize this for everybody. So we're talking about multiple cities, over 25 years of TV experience, um, and you've packaged all of that up, and now you're doing branding to help out business owners, uh, entertainers, artists, so on and so forth, correct? Absolutely. And, Man, and that's you know, amazing. it's interesting, too, because I learned so much from interviewing um, some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Um, my, my, the, the story I love to tell, and it's going to be on my book. I'm working on the book, and I want to come back on Corporate Hustle when it's done. But <laughs> what, what, one of my favorite stories is interviewing Will Smith for the movie I Am Legend. Oh, wow. And I... Yeah, I go out to L.A., he's in the Four Seasons, and all these reporters from all over the world come, they interview him, and they ask the same questions over and over and over. And it's got to be monotonous and boring for these superstars, right? Right. So I, I, I walk in the room, Will gets out of his chair, he comes over, he gives me a pound. He's like, Mark, what's up? How you doing, man? And, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, did I grow up in West Philly with Will Smith? <laughs> I mean, he, this, this is my man. He's acting like we are boys. And so we sit down, we do the interview, and, I'm, and, and now the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I, I love Will Smith. 
Like I was a fan already. Right, I'm right, old right. Enough to remember Fresh, you know, when he was a rapper. Oh gosh, so, y'all remember that? Y'all anybody summertime. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I caught the yes. replays. Oh, you got, <laughs> we got we got a millennial in here. She says she caught the replays. <laughs> right. See, I'm old enough to remember that. So when we get done with the interview, he gets up, he gives me a pound. I said, Will, where's Charlie Mack? He said, Oh, he's still first out the limo. And I said, wait a minute, Will. Yeah. You know, why are you, why are you, why why are you embracing me like this? Because I really wanted to know because it didn't feel contrived. It didn't feel phony. Mm-hmm. And he said, Man, this is what I do. And he said, If I give you a great experience, you're gonna go back and you're gonna tell people about your experience. Wow. I.e. Wow. telling people to go see my movie. And so when I left, I was literally on Will Smith's marketing team. Because I came back to Atlanta, I talked about <laughs> I Am Legend, you know, I talked about our interview, and Will basically taught me how to connect with people so they will advocate for you. Hmm. And that's the same thing that entrepreneurs want to keep in mind when they're putting together their brand story. You want to figure out how to connect with people so they advocate for you. How'd you find your doctor? Somebody told you he was a good doctor. How'd you find a mechanic? Somebody told you you could trust yeah, this mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's all. They posted his name on the my uh, post on Facebook. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He could tag me. <laughs> but, but you know, a lot of times we get caught up in trying to figure out what I, our brand is by thinking, you know, here's what I do. Okay, yeah, that's what you do. You you make widgets. But what's the story behind the widget? Tell me why you make the widgets, why we need this particular item or this service that you sell. Give me the story behind what you do. Uh-huh. And that's how you connect. You don't just connect by, by fixing cars, by you know pulling teeth, by, by a, a, a good customer service experience. You connect with that story and with that relatable aspect of your story. And that, to me, is the secret. And that's why so many people remember, like, the, the iconic brands, Coke, Wendy, mm-hmm. um, Apple. So they're so relatable because you feel like you can't live without some of these things because they've touched you on a more emotional level. And that's what storytelling is all about. Is there anybody who doesn't love a good story? You're right on that. Not that I know. You are absolutely right on that, Mark. I want to ask, what was, what's your why? You know, you 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 think, um, you know, someone that with all this experience and you know uh, so many con- you know connections and just done these great things, um, and you know, obviously, you know, for some of us that know you personally, we know the man that you are. Uh, but those that don't, you know what I mean? It, it takes a lot for someone to teach right and and to deal with other people and, and to try and get them to understand not only about business but about themselves um my question what's your why yeah my, well gavin my why comes from a couple of places my dad was a teacher first of all that's that's probably the biggest why um my my, my second why is that in television news oftentimes i didn't have the kind of power that the viewing public thought that I had. So I wasn't able to say, hey, you know what, guys? I don't like the way we're covering the story. I don't like the the way we're portraying this particular segment of the community. Can we try it this way? That's that's huge right there, man. 
said, the newsroom was not open to those kinds of conversations. And if you try to have that conversation, I found too often you become looked at as a problem or your attitude is not right. No, my attitude is fine. I'm just telling you that looking at this through my eyes, this is how it appears. But oftentimes the people in the power stru structure see it as you criticizing them as opposed to offering an idea to maybe present people of color in a different light. And, and let's, let's not Let's not mince words. I'm talking about people of color. Wow. The black and brown community um, is just not represented the way it should be when it comes to the decision-making capacity in the media. Uh. And there used to be a time before social media when people could call their local television station and say, hey, you know, I hated the way you guys portrayed that young man in this story tonight, and we would stop everything go look at the story, review it, talk about it. Now with social media, we don't have time for that. We have to keep up with Twitter and Facebook mm. and Snapchat. Mm. So the, the dynamic has changed, but the images are just as powerful. And I, I, I after I had a, a, a personal tragedy with my family, I had a son who was addicted to opioids, to that uh, promethazine, that lean, and um, watching him fall victim to the prison industrial complex, I could no longer in good conscience continue to promote these stereotypes when I know my son's story. My son is a Howard University graduate with Naval Service and is now you know, sitting in a Georgia prison. And so, so I have those three, those three big reasons why I do what I do. I know my son's story and I wanted other people to know. You know, this is a good kid who made some bad choices. And, and we all know people like that. I don't care what zip code you live in, what, what your ethnicity is. We all know people like that because this opioid addiction, it knows no boundaries. Not at all. So, Race, creed, yeah, color. So in my social justice platform, you know, I will speak to, to any parent who will listen. I will speak to any community that will listen so I can help them learn from my experience so another family doesn't have to go through what we went through because it was heart-wrenching. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's no more difficult um, and, and more painful feeling than trying to help your child in a court of law and there's nothing you can do. Wow, wow. Guys, you heard it there from the man himself, Mark Hayes, uh, media extraordinaire, branding extraordinaire. If they want to get in contact with you, Mark, let's say they have some questions or, you know, maybe you just touched them right there at the end with your story. What's some of the best ways they can reach you, brother? You can reach me at MarkHayesConsulting.com. That's my uh, website. And um, my email address is on there. Um, my Facebook was hacked <laughs> on Friday. Oh, no. On Facebook right now, yeah. But you can catch me on LinkedIn. My Twitter is at Morning Maniac. I'm always on Twitter. I love Twitter. Um, so you can see me there. And I'm going to get my Facebook up and running again so you can find me there real soon. And um, But LinkedIn, my website. And a good Google search will will, will turn me up right there away. You go now. Hey, Mark, just to, to let the, you know, we we on radio, so they can't hear uh, see it. Is this gonna be uh, H A Y E S or just with the one S? You know what I'm saying? How are we gonna spell yeah. that haze? Yeah, H A Y E S. <laughs>
There you go, y'all. That's the that's the E in there. I'm gonna make that search easy for you on Google. So once again, Mark Hayes Consulting. Yeah. Hey, I want to say thank you so much for taking some time. Uh, we know that you're an hour ahead, so uh, going back to the future, I guess you could say to uh, come and kick it. Well, yeah, I, you know I like to play on words. Coming back to the future, come and kick it with the corporate hustle. Once again, Mark Hayes Consulting. Thank you once again, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yes, indeed. T, keep doing what you're doing, man. I love you, boy.